Lekutah Sicha is volume 24, the first Sicha on Shoftim. The title of this article on the Sicha is Jewish Monarchy. In this week's Torah portion, we have the first of the last three mitzvot commanded in the Torah. Quote, When you come to the land the Lord your God is giving you, and you possess it and live therein, and you say, I will set a king over myself like all the nations around me, you shall set a king over you, one whom the Lord your God chooses from amongst your brother, among your brothers, you shall set a king over yourself. End quote. However, upon the actual historical events as is told in the book of Samuel 1, chapter 8, in the actual events of appointing our first king, there is a question from the Abarbanel, and it goes as follows. The Jewish people asked Samuel the prophet, give us a king. But... I quote you from the verse, and the thing was displeasing in the eyes of Samuel. More so, this did not find favor in the eyes of God, as God told Samuel, again I quote, for they have rejected me, end quote. Why? They were but doing what God had commanded them to do. Especially according to our our sages in Tractic Sanhedrin, three mitzvahs were commanded to the Jewish people upon their entrance into the land. To establish a king for themselves was one of them. Which from this teaching it is understood that the mitzvah is superior even to the other mitzvot that depend upon being in the land of Israel. For example, the agricultural ones and so forth. On the other hand, if their asking for a king in that era was undesirable, then why did God command Samuel, again I quote from the verse, listen to the voice of the people according to all that they will say to you. Now, Hasidus gives us explanation. There are two intentions to the mitzvah of appointing a king. Number one, the simple reason, as it states in Ethics, were it not for the fear of its king's sovereignty, a man would swallow his neighbor alive, meaning that the king enforced that all the subjects behave appropriately. For even though it is logical to behave appropriately, nevertheless, being that, I quote you from Marashi, it says the eye sees and the heart desires, therefore, one, I'm sorry, therefore, one's own logic isn't enough, and we must also have a fear of the king, a physical king, to keep our behavior appropriate. The second intention of having a king in a state where the people have consistent, quote, the mind rules over the heart and we don't need a king for the above mentioned reason. Nevertheless, there are issues that the people do not know how to deal with, being that it is beyond their intellectual capacity. While the king being, again, I quote to you from the book of Samuel's, from his shoulders and upwards, he was taller than any of the people, which mystically this verse is referring to the king's intellect being above and beyond that of his subjects. Therefore, the king does understand what to do in these situations, and he commands the people how to behave, and the people do it only because the king has commanded them to. This is the internal essence and root of Jewish monarchy, for the master and king of the Jewish people is God, and the king of flesh and blood is but to be an intermediate and revelation of God's kingship to Israel. Now, Jews are believers on their own, and they understand and feel that their life force comes from the kingship of God. 
And this in itself needs to arouse within them a self-nullification before God. However, when they are in a state that this self-nullification before God is lacking, they are in need of a king of flesh and blood, which through their fear for the king of flesh and blood, they are aroused to the fear and self-nullification before the king of kings, God. However, when the Jewish people behave appropriately, and they have self-nullification before God of their own accord, then the influence they receive through appointing a king is in a far superior manner, perceiving and having revelations of divine levels far above and beyond their own capacity through the kings from his shoulders and upwards he was taller than any of the people who draws these superior levels and influences the subjects to live in a far superior state of fear and self-nullification before God. With this, we can now understand the answer to the above-mentioned questions. Number one, Samuel wanted the Jewish people to have fear and self-nullification before God on their own with, the, with no need of a king of flesh and blood. This way, the king of flesh and blood will serve to draw upon and influence the Jewish people with superior fear before God. However, the Jewish people's request for a king of flesh and blood was for the purpose of, I quote to you what they said in the book of Psalms, in the book of, of Samuels, to judge us like all the nations, meaning to forewarn that a man would swallow his neighbor alive, meaning that they are lacking in their fear of God. Hence God said, for they have rejected me. Number two, nevertheless, God commands Samuel to give the Jewish people a king of flesh and blood for ultimately when the Jews, the Jew is lacking in fear of God, we must then do whatever it takes to imbue them with a fear of God. We cannot wait until Israel will awaken a, a fear for God within themselves. Rather, the Jew must immediately appoint upon himself a king in order to help him and influence him to have fear for God and to behave appropriately. With time, the Jew will eventually arouse this within himself on his own and with this to the higher fear that he receives through the king. The Lesson while in exile, we do not have Jewish monarchy. Nevertheless, in a spiritual level, our sages state, sages are called kings, as it is written, through me kings rule. Now, our sages command us in the Tractic Ethics, appoint for yourself a master. Now, the literal words appoint is assay, which means to forcefully make. And the word for master is rav, which also means rabbi. Now, there are those who think that this only concerns far loftier matters, but not to bother the rabbi with simple matters, and for these to await for an arousal from above, and to then deal with them on his own. Hence, the mitzvah to appoint a king tells us to do so even when we are in a state of, for they have rejected God, and we are dealing with simple matters of, a man would swallow his neighbor alive. Likewise, there are those who feel that they cannot find a rav for themselves. Hence, they must know that this is but the works of their evil inclination. For, quoting from Jeremiah, Israel is not widowed. And there is definitely one worthy of being his rav to teach him the portions the king reads to Israel. The Shema, accepting of God's kingship. The Hoya, accepting of God's mitzvahs. And that the and you shall gather your produce is dependent upon this.
What is needed from him, from the person, is but the assay, forcefully make for yourself a Rav. By doing this, we shall merit the coming of Mashiach, who serves both as a teacher, Rabbi, and a king.